Hey friends, let me jump in here real quick to remind you of our sponsor, 25 Transportation and Solutions. That's 25 Transportation and Solutions. They give you quality transportation, delivery services that you can depend on, getting your freight to and from its destination safe and secure. Contact them at info at 25.org. That's I-N-F-O at T-W-E-N-T-Y, the number five, ive.org or you can call them at 240-479-6376 see you out on the road now let's get back to our episode of the truth and coffee time podcast Hey friends, welcome to the Truth and Coffee Time podcast with Diverse Love. I am Denise. And I'm Brian. Get your coffee or whatever your cup of joy is and settle in for some bold conversations, some random topics, a few cuss words, and a whole lot of us. Brian, let's go. company or no, something like when we was little. No, it wasn't. That's nothing. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Nope. Before my time. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing? What was it called? Electric company? Is <laughs> <laughs> something like that. It was like on that uh Sesame Street thing. You sure? Far far as I can remember. I, well, I don't remember it. Maybe I didn't watch it. And I'm, I'm sure it was out, but maybe I just I remember something. The electric. I'm tired company, of our think, edit dudes keeping my <laughs> keeping my you know. <laughs> Shout out to the editor for bringing Dry's toast to life. <laughs> How's your week been? Uh, oh wait, what you drinking first? What are you drinking? I am oh, drinking. I know it's dark roast, but is there a brand? Is yeah, there Death Wish Company. Okay. All Shout right. Shout out to Death Shout Wish. Shout out to Death Wish. That you know, I have to say, I the uh, world's strongest coffee. Yeah, is I don't know if it's the world's strongest coffee. It uh, has to, but be. it is strong as hell, and it's but it's not just strong. It's got a nice little Nitro. robust flavor to it. So, but I'm not gonna drink it. I'm having a Kerosene. hard time with what. Just get you going, you know. Oh shit! It's gonna be a <laughs> it's gonna be a bumpy ride. I just wanna. Just want to sing or something. What what coffee am I drinking? Because you made it. I don't know what it is. But I know it's decaf. So I left the box over there. Oh, did you? So it's decaf breakfast blend. Oh, this is the generic one from the store. The breakfast blend. But I really like it. The decaf one. I like it. I like it a lot. So um, oh. caffeine is still bothering me lately. So I haven't been able to. You know how generic brands came about? But they, they, com- they are copycat of the real brand. I know, but. Talk to me about it. All right. So, like your Tylenols, 
Really? All right. <laughs> your Tylenols or or if you have coffee or if mm. you have anything mm-hmm. that's in there that's generic, mm-hmm. what happens is the particular company that actually puts it out, right? they copyright it, mm-hmm. they trademark it, and they do all that to it, right? The original company, the, the, original the company. authentic one. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. And then they sell it in stores. Okay. Well, that store, after a year, I think it's after... Five years. Mm-hmm. I can't remember, mm-hmm. but the, the lady was talking <coughs> to me about it. But mm-hmm. after five years, that goes away. Mm-hmm. What goes away? The actual, not the trademark, mm-hmm. but the copyright, mm-hmm. the patent mm-hmm. has to go public. Oh, and once it, it doesn't goes, go away, it goes public. Okay. Once it goes public, then mm-hmm. you can make an off-brand. Mm. That's anybody. Not just your... Safeways and giants and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's anybody. So they have to. So they have to allow them to be in the public's consumer vector first for so many years. Mm-hmm. That That's original why. brand before they can actually, uh, for, before another company can do a generic brand of that right. particular product. And so that's why you have those generic brands. Mm-hmm. But the generic brands, do you think that they're they, the exact same thing? So they don't utilize a cheaper version of whatever ingredient or. They're just the exact same thing, but they can't use, like they can't use that name or Tylenol, that, quick that release. Or that's why you have mm-hmm. like if you ever have you if you ever been in a store and you looked at all the Tylenols now mm-hmm. have, instead mm-hmm. of just having Tylenol, and then you have different brands like mm-hmm. Tylenol, Advil, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. They might they don't have different components. Mm-hmm. They're just different companies that create it. So. Mm-hmm. If you look at the off-brand, if you look at the back of the package, they're the exact same. Hmm. School us, Mr. B. Oh, I, I got schooled across the street. <laughs> That's some good information. Because so, I was like, this one's thirteen fifty. This one's 27 bucks. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what's the difference? Yeah. And so the pharmacist broke it down for you. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's really crazy, too, because they they make things like medicines and even healthy stuff. We were just talking about that when we went to Trader Joe's. I mean, um, Whole Foods. Is that Trader Joe's is good too. Though. Yeah, yeah, I love Trader Joe's. But um, when we were buying, uh, getting, getting at the um, delivery from Whole Foods, and I was saying, my God, my tab is so much more. I was just comparing it to our regular, and the tab was so much um, more. The money was so much more to buy. Right. At Whole Foods than it was to just get some generic unhealthy items at um I know it's actually ridiculous. So it really is because like the medicines and things that make you better and healthy foods and you know, just things that um are are good for you in general seem to cost more. And I'm confused with that. So if anybody wanna chime in on that or, or DM us or comment is if food is organic, it seems like it would take you less money to make them. So why, you know, charge the consumer so much more to buy them? Because if it's organic, that means you didn't have to put any any um, chemicals in it. You didn't put any anything in it that would require you to buy extra stuff. Mm-hmm. So and maybe I'm looking at that wrong. I don't know. I could be because I, I don't goes, know. I'm not a farmer, so I don't maybe know. Maybe it, it it goes bad. Or decompose quicker, so so they have to recoup their dollars faster. Yeah, All right. could be. It's just it's just a weird thing. So check this out. I um, me and you both. Well, I got you looking at the series too. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen the Best Man uh, final chapter, but it is one of 
the best series as when you're talking about relationships and and um, just family uh, and friends and fellowship and all the things and ins and out that can happen uh, with different types of relationships and, and friends and such. So if you guys haven't seen the the best man final chapter, I highly, highly recommend it. But if you haven't seen the best man and best man holiday movie, you need to see those two first and then see uh, the best man final chapter. I'm so glad Malcolm did it as a series because it really took time to develop the characters mm -hmm. and you get to know them, get to know each character really kind of on an intimate level. You know, you start, you know, feel yourself picking sides and, and feel yourself rooting for, for characters that you might not have done in the previous movies. But there, this best man final chapter I seen the whole thing, the whole series. And then as you know last weekend, I went and I binged the whole day and I watched the first movie, The Best Man, then I watched Best Man Holiday. Mm -hmm. And then I went through all the series again. And it just was like the best binge. It's so binge worthy. So if you guys have not seen Best Man Holiday or Best Man or Best Man Final Chapters, I highly recommend it. And I got you into watching. I mean, you had already watched Best Man and Best Man Holiday as mm -hmm. well. And so you didn't know the series was out. And you no. started looking at it with me like the last two or three mm -hmm. episodes. And then you went back and was mm -hmm. watching it mm -hmm. with me. So I like it. I thought it was a... Uh, the depiction of each one of them was mm -hmm. very good, like you said. Mm -hmm. You were able to grasp into all the characters. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like they were, they were all... It wasn't a leading role like mm -hmm. like how uh, Trey Diggs had in the other ones. Mm -hmm. Even it, though a lot was centered around him, everyone had their shine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you and you seen how it graduated basically mm -hmm. into like Nia Long's character. Mm -hmm. She was a godmother to mm -hmm. one of them. She was you know uh, yep. influential to others, and mm -hmm. then she was like trying to be caught by. Tay, even though he was in a particular mm -hmm. relationship. Yep, yep. And the way she handled it, you know, even toward the end. Pretty classy, you know, It was right? pretty classy, yeah. yeah. Yeah, really good. You guys have got to watch it. What was your favorite scene? Or what What was one of your favorite scenes mm. in the series? Um, I don't... I don't uh, Nia Long quitting her job was awesome. <laughs> I know, right? It I was liberating. I was like, all right. I'm like, man, I, I need that entourage, that music, <laughs> that whole nine yards. That was, yeah, that was very liberating. That was that was cool. I, I think we saw that, and I looked again. I rewind again. I was like, I just got to see her. That walk, she walked out of there, and that suit was killing. The red suit. Yes, yeah. yes. It was just freeing. Yeah, that, that was that was that was a good scene. Mm -hmm. That was more like that was the shock scene. Mm -hmm. Like, because <gasps> mm -hmm. I didn't think she was gonna do it. She needed to, but I didn't think she was gonna do it. I think my favorite scene, one of my favorite scenes mm -hmm. in there, was the guys. Yeah. When Tay Diggs was depressed after, you know, and this is spoiler alert if you haven't watched it. So I, if you haven't watched it, I'm I'm about to to spoil something. So if you don't want to listen. Mute right here, but we well, don't have to um, say it like that. Just say <laughs> Tay Diggs was going through something. No, he was. I'm telling it because I have to. <laughs> but he was depressed because his wife and his his daughter had left, and he was just depressed. And 
and down as you know as he should be because how it unfolded was 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 emotional you know right and to have him you know he shut down in his in his house and you know he's not calling no one he's not answering his phone right. and to see his friends you know come over uh, yes Terrence Howard and you know um, uh, the other two just amazing actors how you know they come over you know and they just walk in his home you know hey and and there's like three words said period and they've never stopped what they're doing they walk in they set up the the card table they put the food out make the drinks mm-hmm. and they all sit there and not one word is said and yo they, dude and they just we look need a over fourth. we need a four mm-hmm. you know he comes over and they literally that they was there for their friend and no words had to be said you know that was one of my favorite scenes favorite favorite scenes i know that there's close relationships and people out there who take care of their friends like that um I had that happen to me one time when I lived in Italy. I went into a really deep depression. And it was two young ladies that was over there. I'll never forget it. Um, Sylvia and Olivia came into my home. And literally, they let up blinds, started cleaning the house, taking care of kids. You know, like, no words had to be said. They just did what they had to do to help their friend out of that dark place. So, um Watch out for your strong friends, guys. Watch out for your strong friends, those who you think got it all together. And, you know, they're they're hurting too. So, you know, pay attention to them, you know. So what are we it was doing good. today? What are we doing today? So we are doing the listeners' questions. We are answering their questions. Uh, well, some of them. I, I was going to say, few. how do you do all of them? When, or you just I, pick some? I'm going to pick some. So um, we're going to... We, we asked... Um, we, I sent a post out there. We sent a social media post out there to say, hey, ask us any questions. We'll do our best to answer them. We already get questions um, in the comments and the DMs. So I was like, you know, why don't we just do subject, a topic around some of the questions that have been asked of us. So this is what this episode is about. Some of those questions. So one of the questions, someone asked, what keeps us in love? I thought that was a very, I don't think we've ever been asked that question like that. Most people say, you know, how do, how do you keep the love going or, or how did you know you were in love? But this question was very pointed. It's like, what keeps you in love? Hmm. So go ahead. So for me, I think what keeps me in love with you is the respect and the kindness, okay. you know, and the presence that you bring into mm-hmm. my life and the care you gently care for me, you know, even when, you know, I need to be corrected, <laughs> that correction is done and it's done in a, in done in a caring way, in a most gentle way. The way you gently care for me, the way you have always gently cared for me, even in my fragile states, even through my depression, you know, even through my breakdown, um, you know, you seen me. You went past all of that ugliness and you seen me, you know, for who I truly am. And you gently care for me. You gently, you know, have always just um, been that person who protected me, who respected me. Even when I was off the chains, you know, it's like, Mm -hmm. babe, hey, you know, I love you, but you know, you out there right now. (laughs) Let me reel it in a little bit. (laughs) And you and you've always been way more in the boat than I have, you know. 
And I don't know if that puts a lot on you, because sometimes I look at you and I go, my husband's caring so much, and then he carries me as well, you know? Well, I was going to say the consistency of how we um, control our situations, our home, Mm -hmm. our family, uh, making sure that we're always here. Mm-hmm. Just being, just just being here, will take. It's not that the love doesn't stay there, and that you don't continue to love somebody. Is that as long as they're, you can grow out of love with somebody if they're away, if they're the distance. If, is, not, are you no, saying physically or mentally? You can be in the same house and grow out of, mm-hmm. and they can be distant. Mm-hmm. Is because they're caught up in what they're doing. You're caught up in what you're doing. But the consistency of always showing up and and giving an effort to be there for that person, regardless mm-hmm. if if they're if they're in your space at that time or not. Mm-hmm. Showing up. Yeah. Keeping the love by showing up, right. being present. Half of the battle is just being. Pull the card there. deck out and hey, where you at? Mm-hmm. Pull some dominoes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Just grab know, her hand and take her to eat, or yesterday, just, just you, do something with them right. instead of doing something with the whole family, which sometimes pulls you apart because mm-hmm. you still don't have that. You're not engaging with your with your with your mate or mm-hmm. your or your significant other. Right now, if you don't have all those outside entities and it's just your job, then step away for a second. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. show that person that you care. In that time, right. you know, even though every everything's hectic, hectic. So, you can your job can take you over to the point where you're courting your job instead of your your spouse. What does courting mean for the people out there who are not our age? <laughs> <laughs> Paying attention and <laughs> wooing, and I don't know. I mean, what, what, what is today? <laughs> Shoot, I don't know. <laughs> if I say some of the words that I hear I, I today, told, I told uh, I don't know if I they're. I told Diana, and she said, "Well, what what are you what are we talking about? What, what talking is courting? <laughs> like, I don't think these kids understand the the essence putting time in of putting time in. That's it. Mm-hmm. Putting time in with your significant other. Yeah, talking to them. Yeah, I don't think these everything is so. Fast, so pause quick. the TV and say what's up. Mm-hmm. What's up? So, so <laughs> yeah, everything is so fast, so microwave. Like these kids go from one person to the next. They don't even give each other a chance to have that that period of time where you get to know each other. Social media has ruined the art of relationships with um, with this generation. Um, they they have watered down the translation of of relationship and the meaning of relationship and the core of relationship and getting to know someone good bad ugly and then understanding okay this may or may not be for me they don't get to to see that or do that mm-hmm. you know you hear people say you know i've been with this person since high school i've been with this person since middle school i've been with this person since you know, elementary school, and you look at those relationships, those relationships was built on time and showing up. Right. We didn't give ourselves time in the beginning of our relationship before we got married, but we have had that time since we got married, over 33 years, to Mm. just show up, be present, and be there. And thank God that social media was not 
a factor in our lives because it's taken out of context so much. You know, I hear these kids saying, oh, you liked her. You liked her comment, but you didn't like mine. And so now there's a whole argument, a whole beef over you liking her comment and you didn't like mine. You know what I mean? So <clears throat> I think, you know, what keeps us in love is, is showing up in the respect, in the care, in the presence, you know. And, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. And you were talking about card playing. And we were just saying yesterday when we, were, when we went to our appointment, I had uh, phase 10 cards in my purse. Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. I said, honey, I got phase 10 cards in my purse. I said, if we get any downtime busting out cards, me and you going to play cards. Because it's like our life is so busy, I want to take whatever opportunity we can to connect. You know? Yeah, I don't want no you know, <laughs> COVID and all kind of stuff out there now. I, hey, look, you can't play over there. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so what keeps you in love? Yeah, time, showing up understanding time and effort mm -hmm. and and consistency mm -hmm. and understanding yeah consistency which is one of our words for the year don't get caught up in everything else and and take your spouse or or partner or okay. mate or yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. for just, just don't take advantage of it that they're taking them for granted mm -hmm. yeah. yeah yeah i agree um this next question was what motivates you to do your best or be your best? Hmm. My, I would say my my internal competition clock I got inside me. Yes, you do. You are very competitive. I think, I think I'm, I just don't, I got, I got to figure it out. Like, it's just internally, I'm going to compete. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And so. The art of competition. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think, I think just being like, the other day they was playing ball. The two little babies was mm -hmm. playing ball in here, and I had to snatch the ball away from them. <laughs> and then baby they, ball snatcher. Like, then they were then they were chasing me. But no, I mean as a, I think it's just the the internal competitive drive that I have. Do you think anything in your childhood or in your past? I think everything would have helped in my you get no. the, to that point. I think everything that I went through as a child makes me what I am today <laughs> in in that mm -hmm. aspect mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is that, you know, coming from, uh, I guess, a meager um, position mm -hmm. to, <coughs> to, to uh, a split household, to um, away from my family, um, competing for attention here and there. Mm. Uh, yeah. It just makes you, I don't know, just compete for me what makes me want to be my best i think you hit on it was the upbringing of not having a lot not having a lot not um being able to do certain things that i wanted to do mm -hmm. so it pushed me to to do better so i can um get better you mm -hmm. know what i mean but that also it also pushed me to to be a better person because i I seen the circles of people <clears throat> doing other people wrong, trying to get where they need to be, and I never wanted to be that person. You know, I I was under a manager at one time who taught me so much 
of who I do not want to be than who I would want to be. You know, we don't always know who our what our best is, right. but we can find out what we don't want really fast. And that's just, to me, just as important. Another thing that pushes me to be the best me, too, is our, our family nucleus, our grand joys and you. It's like, you know, I want to make sure that I show them that, you know, even, you know, grandma might not know everything that's going on in in social media and all the stuff that's happening, but I'm still pushing to be the best person that I can be. I want to show my kids that even though you're struggling and even though things may not be working out the way you think they're supposed to work out, your mom is still pushing to be the best that she can be, you know? Mm -hmm. And in that, we push each other to be our best, even when we start being the naysayer, saying, you know, "Ah, I don't think I can do that. You'll quickly to say to me, why not? Why can't you? Right. Like, give me five reasons why you can't so I can give you five reasons why you can. Mm -hmm. You know? So I think being the best you is your definition definition of who your best you is. I Also, in that, you could could have a... a, You can be competitive. you Mm -hmm. You can be, you know, that could... You're driven by different things. But I... One thing I will say is if you are a starter, like mm-hmm. if you like to start things up, more than likely you walk away from it. Find a finisher because mm-hmm. there's people out there that finish stuff that mm-hmm. don't know how to start. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They just like, like, so have you ever had somebody call you up and say, hey, look, I'm trying to write this paper. Um, can you tell me? Oh my God! I just need some words. Do you, do you have some words? And then mm-hmm. you give them some words, and then they're gone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can remember being in school. I could, it was it was hard to start the paper. Once I started the paper, I was good. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you had friends that are like, "Look, I'm trying to finish this thing. I can't even. I yeah. can't get down. You know. So it's it it is a if you're if you're a starter, find a finisher. Mm-hmm. Team up. If mm-hmm. you're a finisher, find a starter. Mm-hmm. Which each other helps you to be your best. Because some people have vision, and they can they can put and they can piece and part everything together, and then some people are very technical, mm-hmm. and they understand how to finish and put things together so they can go to the end. Right. So. Right. And I can't say enough. Your definition of your best, of who you are, is your definition. Don't let other people define what your best is or who you are. Um, I think we get we get caught up in that 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 thing that that you know box where we allow other people to tell us what our best is, or we start comparing ourselves to other people and and seeing what they are and what their best is, and then try to figure out well, why can't I be that best? Mm-hmm. Well, because you are not them. You're not them, and your your best is who you are. So don't get wrapped up. Um, don't get wrapped up in that at all. Of <coughs> who of who you're trying to compare yourself to? Find out who your best me is and work toward that. Right. You know. So I think that us being our best will probably never ever achieve it. Really. In that life, though. Yeah. You're supposed to. You'll, you always fall short, but just keep going and going and going and going. Right. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because you'll, you'll live your whole life trying to be your best. 
Because if you're anything like us, you're hard on yourself. And when you get to that point where you think you're your best, you're like, oh, wait, I could do that better. Or I figured out ways that I could do this even better, you know. So When, when Trayvon went and um, he tried out for all those college teams mm-hmm. when they were doing mm-hmm. that little, I forget what it's called. Mm-hmm. So. There's the college showcase it's or ID, ID showcase. It was an ID showcase. Mm-hmm. The reviews that came back on him were amazing, mm-hmm. but the technical part of it, Mm-hmm. When when they were talking to him about his technical part, and I was reading through, mm-hmm. it basically just says you can never be mm-hmm. technically. You you see what he the, yep. how they worded it was like you can never be technically perfect. Yep. So continue to there. You know, there's always it. something you got to work on. Yeah, that you're never mm-hmm. you're never going to be perfect. So mm-hmm. just keep on striving. You're doing a great job. Absolutely. Know, basically, perfection is overrated. Yeah. I say that all the time in in my ebook. Give if you wait grace. on that, you're not gonna. You're never gonna get. You're never there. gonna make it. Yeah, it's like when we was getting ready to start this podcast. It was like, oh wait, I gotta do this. Oh wait, I gotta get this. Oh wait, I gotta do this. Oh wait, I gotta do that. And then we was listening to David Shans on the uh, on a, one of our community um, calls, and he was like, just start, just start, because your first ten episodes said, gonna be trash anyway. He said, just put them out. Yeah, your first 10 episodes going to be trash anyway because you're figuring out your niche. What? You're figuring out how to get there. Your best is not equivalent to someone else's best. Your best is yours. Right. So be your best person. Be who you are. You know. We have another question. Um, how do y'all handle Christmas gifts with such a big family? It is awesome. <laughs> let me, let me, let, it is, we let. have the best, the best way of doing Christmas gifts. The only people that get gifts are the children. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I'm not saying the children, your children. I mean, I'm saying the children of the children. The children of the children. If if you are a child. My daughters, if they do get gifts, it's a bag. Mm -hmm. And it's a A purse purse or Mm -hmm. it could be any kind of bag. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be a designer bag. It could be just a regular most tote times bag. It is. Yeah, but <laughs> I mean, and then we stuff it full of uh, necessities. N- yes, that's what I was about to say. We we stuff it full of necessities. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, my my daughter called yesterday. I know, and said right? That she was spoiled mm-hmm. because she had to go buy her own stuff. <laughs> So we have we've had a tradition with our daughters since they were little that whatever bag or style or whatever they're into at the time, like um, we'll buy them that type of bag. But in that bag, we'll put like bras and panties and socks and you know um, um, a, a gift card to maybe their favorite restaurant or something to something that they need and a little bit of, of what they want. So that has been a tradition. So most times when we give them anything, that's it. That's a bag with their necessities in it. We do the same. Um, we do the same for my son. He'll get like a Nike bag, a gym bag with some stuff in it that's necessities. But most times, only the children get gifts. Me and my husband don't even exchange gifts on Christmas. It's all about the children, and it's all about family. And it's all about food. And it's all about food. Yeah. You know, we really, really concentrate on food, family, you know, giving homage to Christ, and just really, really honing in on making sure that the children are having fun. So 
we don't have to handle it because we don't let it stress us out. The kids get what they get. And everybody knows it, by the way. Everybody know. Everybody know. No adults get anything from us because half of them are getting more than they need from us during the year. Christmas is not about I, them. I just want the food. Period. <laughs> the food is it. Yep, that was we, a great question. We, we base the Christmas around food. So let's do a couple more questions and let's wrap it up, and then maybe we'll do another series with some with the rest of the questions or something. So, um, well, that could happen every. <laughs> so here is another question. The question is, if you could only pick one, which one would it be? O-H-I-O or Roll Tide? Come on now. Roll Tide, of course. That's what I said. I said Roll Tide. But, you know, I just want to make sure we publicly put that out, that if we could pick one, Whoever's it would be... Whoever's going to be listening to this, they're going to finish it for me. <laughs> O-H! Nobody think about the damn Ohio. <laughs> you know, come on now. Who cares? Roll Tide is it. That's it. That's cut the deck. Okay. Y'all, Ohio, y'all think that everything good comes out of Ohio. It that's does. the only that's the only reason that it y'all bother me. It has nothing to do with the football team. It does. It does everything. not. Yes, it does. Oh my God. Mm, Name mm, something. Mm, mm. Name anything. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll tell you. You know what you sound like? Came from Ohio. <laughs> you sound like the, the father of big fat Greek wedding. Give me a name. I tell you that it comes from Greece. Give me anything. One thing. Anything. That's the only thing. That's the thing that bothers me about you Ohioans, that it has nothing to do with the football team. Y'all just arrogant and and conceited, and you think that everything funnels through Ohio. And if it don't come through Ohio, it ain't good. That's it. So, roll tide. Okay. That's it. One of the best Olympians. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Talk to me about some Olympians. I'll talk to you about Ohio. Mm -mm. Talk to me about football. I'll talk to you about Ohio. Basketball. Ohio. You ready for the next question? Baseball. Oh, my God. Basket weaving. Knitting. Crocheting. It, the state is shaped like a heart, and it's in the center of, the, Bucket of America. Bucket spitting. And whatever. <laughs> hey, probably taught y'all how to turn a light oh, switch on. Oh, my God. See, this is why, guys. Watch this is y'all why, shoes. <clears throat> this is why we don't deal with Ohioans. That's exactly why. It has nothing to do with the football All team. my roll tie people out there. They're just, hey, they just arrogant and conceited. You, now y'all know what a window is? Whatever. <laughs> you know what? Don't, 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 don't even do it. Don't even do it. Don't even do it. Y'all back alley people. Uh-uh. Nah, don't even do it. Don't even do it. There's, there's more the people, next question. There's more people next out there question. to date than your cousin. There's... <laughs> Next question. Okay, go ahead. ahead. Yeah. Okay, so have you considered putting your personal relationship story in a book? Why? (laughs) Why, yes. Yes, we have. (laughs) Actually, we're working on a book. I'm going to let you handle that one. Actually, I am working on a book. I've been working on it for some years now, actually. We finally, I finally, I think we have like five or six chapters in there right now, but... Um, it's an emotional piece, and I've changed the format uh, a couple of times off of, uh, you know, others' feedback. Um, but I keep going back to my original format of the way I wanted it because it just feels right to me. You know, I love getting other people's uh, feedback, and I take them all into consideration. But ultimately, it's just kind of how we feel about um 
the book. But yeah, we've been working on it for a while. It's more me writing from my point of view. And um, Mr. B is a contributing author of the fact checks that I have to check with him. But it's it's emotional. So sometimes I'll write a chapter and just cry for a week because it reminds me of some of the things that has happened either in my childhood or, you know, some of the things that has happened to you that it's like, it hurts me that it has happened to you. And then, of course, once, you know, we got together some of the things that has happened in our life. So it is an emotional book and it's more on the format of a memoir and not a novel or not a story that links to this story that links to this story that links to this story. Each chapter has its own storyline and its own life and and it's more of a memoir. So one chapter may talk about um, me and my childhood and then another another chapter may jump right into um, me and you, me and your first date, you mm-hmm. know. So, yeah, but we're working on it. So, Thank you for asking. Um, I'm not sure how interesting our story is. Oh, it's is. interesting. It's interesting. Come on now. I'm not sure how interesting it is, but Shoes. what it is. This is better than watching TV. <laughs> but what it is, is a way to put our life in writing for our kids and kids' kids and kids' kids and so forth to ensure that our life stays, you know, available and present and in existence for them, you know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to wrap up. All right. I like this. This was good. I mean, except for the Ohio part, everything else was really, O-H. really good. Uh, no H. O-H. <laughs> everything else was really good. I don't know. I, I, I think I remember who asked this question. I'm hey, gonna... everybody, if you want to stay in love, don't, don't. Don't marry anybody oh from from the opposing football team. Why not? We've been together for 33 years. It just makes it rougher. What? No, it does not. It makes it interesting. You always got roll dyed in your ear. Oh my gosh, or no H in your ear. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Whatever, man. I think it makes it interesting. Very interesting. I love you. Ooh, O-H. ooh, <laughs> shots fired. I love you back. <laughs> thank you guys for rolling with us. Thank you, thank you, thank you as we answer some of your questions. Uh, we appreciate you. Thank you for thinking of us and even asking us some of the questions that you did. We have more questions to answer, but we will do that on another episode. Thank you for riding it out with us. Happy, happy new year. We hope 2023 is going to be your year. Our two words for the year, as if you've seen on our social media, is health and consistency. So we'll be talking about that probably throughout the year um, to give an account or check in on how we're doing. Um, I hope you guys are having some amazing themes and words and goals for this year. Um, Let us know how we can be your accountability partner. We love to to share in in your wins because we love to see everyone win. Thank you again. We are at www.diverselove.com or www.truthandcoffeetime.com. You can contact us at hello at diverselove.com or truthandcoffeetime at gmail.com. Or you can leave us a voicemail on Anchor by Spotify. Leave us a voicemail. We do listen to it. We will answer your questions. 
Follow us on at Diverse Love on all platforms or at Truth and Coffee Time. We love y'all for real. Thank you for asking us those questions as we share our truth over coffee. Thank you, friends, for hanging with us. We got you. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. And also, please follow us on IG, Facebook, and Twitter. Our social platform is at Diverse Love. That's D-I-V-E-R-S-E-L-U-V. And don't forget, you can listen to our podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcast fix. Thank you, friends. We love y'all for real. Okay, me. Take us out. It's Truth and Coffee time. Help me not think about all my lows. Think of who you are sometimes. Girl, you always on my mind. Looking like it's Truth and Coffee time. Tell me what you really want to know. Girl, it ain't